message today is whatchamacallit. Whatchamacallit. You're carrying a whatchamacallit. Last week we talked about, and I was waiting before the Lord, what's a good sermon to end the year on, and what's the, last week we talked about, uh, on the subject, that's a lot. That's a lot. And what we're saying is that Throughout the year, God has given many of us a lot of confirmations saying, you know, I'm with you. This is going to happen. Uh, but at the same time, we've had a lot of conflict. Uh, the word conflict actually comes from two Latin words, con, which means with and uh, flicto, uh, fligo, fligere, which means to strain. Uh, not only has there been a lot of conflict, but some of us have actually inside we are feeling conflicted did god really speak uh is it now with all that has it seems like uh god said i'm going north but i seem to be going south uh, someone says it seems like every time i take two steps forward i'm taking three steps backwards but at the same time though there's been a lot of confirmations and a lot of conflict he somehow god uh, has confidence that we no matter how many times we were hit with disappointment and discouragement and frustration in 2018, somehow he had confidence that we would not give up on what he put inside of us. Amen. So if you're still here, uh, turn to the person next to you and say, you know what? God is proud of you because you're still here. You got to at least um, congratulate yourself for making it. And I know like my wife said, and I, and I agree, uh, that, that we all want to run across the finish line, but sometimes you gotta crawl across the finish line. But the point is, is that you're finished. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You kept your salvation. Some of you, your goal was, you had bigger goal, but then the good got my right mind. So I, what I went through, should I, some of you, I, I should have lost my salvation, my, my hope in Christ, but by his grace, I'm still, um, here. And God has confidence in you. God has confidence that no matter what you're going through, you're going to pull this off. God had confidence that this 12, 14 year old girl named Mary was actually going to carry forth his plan, which was Jesus Christ. Jeremiah chapter one, who you were. You are not a surprise to God. He already has a plan for your life. And he, in fact, I love Philippians chapter one, verse six. You need to put this to your memory. It says being confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will perform it until Jesus comes back. Why? Philippians chapter 2 verse 13 and 14 says, work out your own salvation. Work out what God who works in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. I 
I want to ask you a few questions. I want to ask you a few questions. Actually, one, two, three, four questions. Does anybody know who is Calvin Brodus Jr.? Who said that? You're right. Snoop Dogg. Okay. Hey. You got your degree in rapology, so you can't answer any more answers. Who is Sean Carter? Oh, boy. Everybody's like, really? Okay, here's a good one. Who is Terry Balea? Good, Hulk Hogan. Man, I got a smart church. <laughs> okay, final question. Who is Stephanie Germanota? Huh? Vax oh boy, Lady Gaga. Well, I didn't stump anybody. Boy, I got a smart church. Calvin Brodus Jr., Snoop Dogg. Sean Carter, Jay-Z, Terry Bollea, Lady Gaga. What was the point in this? Sometimes what you're called is more recognized than what you're named. How many of you all have nicknames among the family or in your neighborhood? Okay, when I was a kid, they used to call me Green Pea. You know, we all have these nicknames, and these call you by your middle name, and then when I see your first name, it's like, whoa. Uh, I remember one time we were making tickets for um, uh, Pastor China and found out that her name was not China. It's, in fact, I can't even pronounce her name. Wylon? Yeah, Wylon, something like that. That's her, that's her first name. Which is, whatchamacallit is a word we use when the actual name of the object in question will not come to mind. It's a word we use when the actual name of an object in question will not come to mind. Let's discuss Elizabeth. Because there's many Elizabeths, E-L uh, in a name, usually it's, it, it means, uh, it's a Jewish name that means uh, God. So Daniel means judged of God. Samuel means asked of God. But here you have El Elizabeth. Elizabeth, her name means oath of God or promise of God. So you have this woman, her name means promise of God. Her name means promise. So people should be calling her. She is labeled by her circumstances. So the angel says to Mary, as a confirmation that you are going to have a baby, your cousin Elizabeth, promise of God, is having a baby. And then the angel says, she who is called barren. And her name, she was 
labeled by her circumstances. Mm. And I want to encourage you that names are prophetic, and I want to encourage you that do not allow your circumstances to label you. Do not allow your situation to label you to the... I remember when the church didn't have that many people, and we could have said that's a small church, that's a church that doesn't have a lot of people. We could have labeled ourselves that. But instead, we named ourselves according to what God named us, which is Pentecostal Tabernacle, which actually means uh, Pentecost is a celebration of harvest. Now, uh, the label, the libel, and the liberal. The label, the libel, and the liberal. The label. A label is a short phrase or word descriptive of a person that indicates, that indicates their nature, that indicates their owner, that indicates their designation. A label is something, a word that indicates, signals, manufacture, signals your nature, signals your owner, signals your designation. A label. A label. A label. We must label ourselves by who our manufacturer is. The word manufacturer, manos means hand and facio, which means make, make with the hands. Who is my creator? Who is my maker? He is the only one who should be allowed to label me. Are you with me so far? Genesis chapter 2, he's my creator. Psalms 95 verse 6 says, Let O come, O come, let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. I am identified by the person who makes me. He's the only one who should be allowed to label me. He's the only one. I am, and the nature I have in me is the nature of God. If you have the Spirit of God in you, the Bible says the nature of the Holy Spirit, Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23, is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, that is generosity, uh, uh, meekness, self-control, humility, all, all these things, meekness is humility, temperance is self-control, all of these nature, uh, I am labeled also according to my destination. And the destination that I have is Jeremiah 29 verse 11 where God says, I know the plans I have for you. Good plans. Plans to give you the future you hope for. The future you hope for. In other words, there's hope for 2019. 
And don't allow the enemy to... Your creator is a good God. Your creator is a powerful God. Your creator says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Your creator says rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Your your creator says don't be worried about anything. But your label, you got to be careful because your label, are you with me so far? The word libel means to purposely lie about someone. It means to tear down. It means to verbally attack. It means to curse. It means, this is libel, it means to blame for wrongdoing. It means to bring charges. My goodness. The enemy... wants to bring accusations against you. And some of you have lived the entire 2018 under a load of guilt. Because every time you take a step, the Bible says one of the, one of the, in Revelations chapter 12 verse 10 where it says, finally, the accuser of the brother, and the one who kept bringing accusations against me, he is finally cast down. The word devil means, see, some of you need to understand, the word, there's, there's two words to describe our enemy. Number one, he's described, his name is Satan, which means opponent. Are you with me? But his, but his real craft is being the devil. Because he will lie to you about God. God, God, Jesus said, lo, I am with you. He didn't say I will be with you when you get promotions. He didn't say I'll be with you when you do well. He says, I will be with you always. And he, I will be with you in sickness. I will be with you in death. I will be with you always. But the devil is a liar. He's a slanderer. John 8 verse 44. He will lie to you and say, God's for you. You flunk one test and he says, you're never going to make it through school. He lies and he's a slanderer. And some of you, us are living a lie. What do you mean living a lie? I'm not talking about living, you're living a lie, meaning that you're living with the belief that you are nobody, you are nothing, that, that 2018 is, is, is bad and 2019 is even going to be, some of you may be even sitting here right now. Thinking about taking your life. Thinking about taking your life. Because the devil's saying to you, no one cares about you. It's a lie. How many of you ever saw something that somebody bought and you asked them, how much did that cost? And they told you how much it costs. And you said to them, you're crazy for paying that amount. (laughs) 
I hardly ever buy anything that's not on sale. Yeah. Now, my, now my mom, when we were growing up, and she taught me this. I had to kind of break out of that habit. She's looking at me. But what my mom used to do during Christmas. Okay, okay. Like the real filing basement, not the, not the fake filing basement, not, not the, not the, the store that calls us our filing's basement, but it's on street level. No. I'm, I'm talking about, yeah, that ain't, that ain't no basement. Okay, okay. That's, that, that's fake basement. But filing's basement, and, uh, you would love this. Filing's basement, what would have is that, uh, like the longer something stayed on the rack, the, and and what it would say like the shoes are five hundred dollars, but if it stayed on the rack or stayed in the uh, you know in the shoe department long enough, are you with me? Long enough, uh, it could be mocked. You can get like five hundred dollars shoes for like seventy five dollars. Okay, okay. And so what some people used to do, you know, they they they're like mm, tomorrow if I could just wait till Monday. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And so what they would do many times is they'll take a woman's dress and put it in the men's section. And they're witness out there. Okay? 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 Because you know, if you saw the dress, somebody else did. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you're like, I'm a man looking at some. Where did this dress come from? Oh, 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 oh. So what my mom used to do during Christmas is that she would give us gift Christmas presents because we didn't believe Santa Claus any longer. And what it originally cost. <laughs> and we'd be like, whoa. Oh, my goodness. But I like, I know she ain't paid that money for it. Can I get a witness? Can, can I? I almost did that. I, 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 I almost did that with a gift. And my wife said, take that price off. I, I, I want them to know how much this. And my point is, is that is not always the cost. And so... Satan looks at you, and he looks at you, and he looks at you, and he says, they're garbage. And Jesus says, nope. They're valuable. Oh, you wouldn't pay this price for them. I did. And so the price of you is Jesus' blood on the cross. Therefore, how dare you say you're not valuable if all you need is one person willing to pay the price? So the lie of the devil is that you're worth, I paid the price for you. Are you with me? Some of you are living under a libel. You're living a lie. You're living a lie. What do you mean? I mean, you're living a lie in a tragic way. Because you are convinced you're nobody. You're convinced 
that I have this. When we went to buy this church, it was, it didn't make sense. It was crazy. And yet the Lord said, no, this is, this is what I have for you. And some of you are swinging too low because you're basing, you're basing your goals on a lie. And the lie is that you think God is with you. He is with you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. This word. So there is the label. Anybody track with me? There is the libel. There's a libel. Moses almost refused to become God's leader because he labeled himself as somebody who can't talk. What if, what if God allowed Moses to live the lie that you can't lead because you can't talk? Anybody label sixth grade education? D.L. Moody. He, he was so semi-literate that when he was trying to teach the scriptures to somebody, instead of saying Daniel, he pronounced, well, he couldn't read that well, so he pronounced it Daniel. What if he believed the lie or the sixth grade education to create three universities? One of them you've heard of, D.L. Moody Institute. You see, God has great plans for you, but you've got to stop believing the lie. Gideon almost believed the lie of the label. When the angel says, he was like, who me? And I know, mm. and then Gideon uses his own lips to describe his situation. In other words, he says, no, God will label you when your circumstances look the complete opposite of the label. When the angel, the angel, oh, I feel like, I feel like running around this church. <laughs> when the angel says, hey, mighty man of valor, Gideon is hiding. <laughs> he is hiding like a coward and the angel says, you're a mighty man. when you just got an F. God saying you're going to be tremendously wealthy when you're broke. You are, anyways, you broke. <laughs> Get too many rap songs in your mind. <laughs> God says, 
You're going to own your own company and you just got fired. To speak life where everything looks dead. Because he's saying to you, do not allow the label I've given you to become the devil's libel. Are you with me? He is a liar. Isn't it interesting that the when when something goes wrong, the first thing that comes to the label, the libel, and the liberal. Now the we know the connotation of liberal, so get that out of your mind. Talking about the definition, the the word liberal al means having the character of or being marked liber, which means being marked by being unrestrained, being marked by being unlimited, being marked by being free. I am marked with freedom, being marked by being kind, generous, noble-minded. And that's why Paul says in Philippians chapter 4, 8, keep your mind on things. Is everybody with me? Uh, and, and I'm just about finished. The thing that's going to break the libel is the truth. I am convinced, now this is heavy now, I'm convinced, and, and trust me, I love running around the church, I love worshiping, I, I love being prostrate, but you know what, running around the church is not going to set you free. Amen. Come on, Bishop. Worship. It'll bring some freedom because the Bible says where the spirit of the Lord is that you're free. Okay. And, and the beautiful thing is that I like the King James version because it says the truth will make you free, not simply set you free. He set you free means that the door, the prison door is open, but you're not coming out. But when you are made free, are you with me? When you are made free, in other words, it look, it's this, it's this way. Uh, uh, I like what Tudor Bismarck said. See, you can't unsee what you saw. You can't. Once I see God do something, you can't convince me he can't. I can't get no help in here. I can't see, see, so the truth. So Jesus says, I'm just about, I'm just about finished here. Uh, Jesus says in John 8, verse 31, 32, then Jesus turned to the Jews who had claimed to believe in him. And he said, if you stick with this, that is my teaching, living out what I tell you, you are my disciples and the truth will free you. The truth will free you. Well, what's the truth? Jesus said it this way. Thank God my dad usually brings the Bible. Jesus said it this way, sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is true. John 17, 17. In other words, once I know the truth, I can't believe the lie anymore. Are you with me? In other words, for example, uh, you see, one, the Bible, are you hearing me? The Lord, my healer. I believe that he can cause the lame to walk. Are you hearing me? I believe it. Well, what happened? As you believe it, I hate to use you again, but stand up, my brother. This is, yeah, this is my literal brother, not my brother. He is my literal brother. Okay. And, 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 uh, in a couple of weeks, he's going to be 57. Okay. Okay. So now my point is this, my point is this over 50 years ago, he couldn't walk. 
Thank you. Play, you'll never play football and forget about dancing in the church. Forget about playing hide and go seek. You forget about playing volleyball and bombardment and all those games. Hot beans and butter. Anybody know hot beans and butter? Okay, okay. Anyway, uh, roll over, roll over. You're not going to be able to play any of those games. You're going to sit in a wheelchair for the rest of your life watching everybody play. But somehow, God allowed my parents to believe his word that God is a healer. And so now, when I see he's not a healer because I can't unsee what I saw I can't get no help in here some of you God has been too good some of you when you were broke and you had nothing God made a way where there was no way so you can know I can't get no help in here so how can you sit there and say God can't make a way where there is no way when you, you're living in a house that you can't afford? Why? Because the truth of God's word sets you free. Every time the devil lied to you, God left you. God doesn't love you. You're going to die. You're not going to make it. And all of a sudden, God swoops in. I said he swoops in. Deuteronomy 33, verse 27. I know we sing it, but the scripture says, the eternal blasting arms. And then on top of that, not only lift you up, but he'll say to your devils, I'm gonna, your enemies, I'm gonna destroy you. If you knew what this word could do for you, you'd spend more time in this word than in Facebook and Instagram and Snap. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You, you, you need to know that the truth will make you free. Oh, his word is real. His word is real. See, 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 that's why blessing generations it's so important because because we're so messed up. Blessing Generations is is, is a is a, uh, a a seminar that we're offering at this church, and it does. I have to be set free so I can pass on the freedom to my children and my grandchildren. This is deep now. Some of you are fighting stuff that was passed down to you. And you can't seem to, it, it's a whatchamacall. You just can't see. Why is this, why does this running our family? It's because there was a libel without being married. Everybody in our family was drug addicted. Everybody in our family, yeah, we the Robinsons. We, we all have bad tempers. We, and you don't have to accept that. It's a lie. Because that is not your family. You've been adopted into a new family. The family of God. Oh, oh, oh. And, and, and as you know, this, 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 this season, this you, I'm telling you, you are carrying something great. And the devil is trying to kill what you're carrying because he knows when you get older and you become, you know, an adult adult, not just simply a young man or young woman, but adult adult, that that thing is going to bless so many people that God put in you. And he's afraid. 
At the age of 19, the Lord told me, you're going to be pastor of Pentecostal Tabernacle. I'm like, what are you telling me this for? And all of a sudden, I'm carrying this holy thing, this burden, this, this, I'm, I'm now seeing the church differently. I'm seeing life differently. I'm seeing, I'm seeing my decisions differently. Because now, now I'm not just checking out a girlfriend. I'm checking out a wife, a first, a woman who's fly. Y'all kind of be all deep, like, I want a woman that, you know, or a guy who just knows the word. You know you want your man good looking. Okay, thank you. Those of you who are honest. I just want a man of God. No, you want him good looking. Now turn your name and say, what's a good looking man? And tell them, it's a person who looks good to me. Okay, that's it. I don't care who thinks my wife is fine. As long as I think she's fine. See, see, can I preach this thing? Oh, how can you like him? He's my Prince Charming. She, she's my Sleeping Beauty. I don't care about what you think. Folks, don't be caught up in trying to get yourself a trophy on your, on your arm to build up your self-esteem. Try to help a brother out. As my West Indian aunt used to say, you think you got a wife and you end up with a knife. <laughs> you understand that what I'm carrying is very important. You need to be saying, God, who do you have for me? Because this let me let me tell you something. This woman, if it wasn't for this woman, I would not be pastoring. No, 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 let me, let me. I wouldn't even have begun pastoring because, because, and I help you here, your situation will lie to you. The church is dying. Everybody's leaving. You might as well go with everybody else. You're crazy to believe this. You are 19 years old. Maybe you are hearing things. Why, who, why did God doesn't speak to 19 year olds? That's a lie because he spoke to a 17 year old named Joseph. He spoke to a 17 year old named David. My, he spoke to a three year old named Samuel. So see, he's already lying. Are you with me? Yeah. And I said to her, I said to her, I said, we're, we're, we're out of here. Uh, what do you think? It's a dangerous thing to ask a woman of God what she thinks. <laughs> now, if I marry anybody else, based on the circumstances, she would say, it's about time you heard God. I've been ready to leave this joint 10 years ago, but no, you heard from God. So I'm trying to submit myself on your leadership. <laughs> Yay! You know what this woman said? You need to seek God. And when you hear from God, we'll do what God says. And, and she gave me enough time to come to my spiritual senses. Some of you need enough time 
to come to your spiritual senses because the devil has knocked you down in 2018. And if you will wait long enough, thank you, sir. Okay, I need somebody else. Libel, libel, libel. <laughs> Woo, libel. But, but some of you, this is 20, 2018. Okay, you ready? I'm gonna, 2018 has, poof, knocked you out. You need to go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to go down. No, you need to go down. And, and, and right now, 2018, the devil's saying, one, two, six, seven, eight. No, 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 no. He ain't going to get up. Because what's going to happen at the eighth count, the Holy Ghost is going to come and get you back up. See, some of you, you're taking credit for how you made it through, but the Holy Spirit. Have you ever uh, had church and you said to yourself, I hope nobody says anything to me. I'm just here. I'm just God. You don't know what my life has been. And all of a sudden you say, I will not be silent. I will always worship you everything. I will always worship you. And all of a sudden, something shakes you. And you're like, where's the devil? Where's the devil? I'm back. Is there anybody here ready to go out like a liberal? Ready to praise God like you're free? You may have been bound on December 29th, but this is December 30th. Yesterday's gone, but I'm go I'm not labeled by my circumstances. I don't care what my pocketbook says. I don't care what my health says. I don't care what my circumstances says. I'm not defined by my degree. I'm not defined by my employer. I'm not defined by my marital status. I am defined by Jesus. He defines me. He defines me. He, the Father and God, is an idol. I don't care how depressed I am. The joy of the Lord is still my strength. And when God all of a sudden starts producing through you, 
what you couldn't conceive. I could never conceive that 21 or 41 years ago. I could have never conceived it. But this is the key. When the baby's born, they're like, wow, what a miracle. You should name the baby Zachariah. He says, no. What God produces through you, don't take the credit. It's not what you call it. It's what you need to call it is John. Because the name John means God is gracious. All that I have is because of the grace of God. All that I have is because of the favor of God. My marriage of it's by the grace of God. I have wonderfully saved children who love Jesus. I can't take credit for that. It's the grace of God. There are married couples who worked harder than me. There are parents who've done more for their kids than I did for mine spiritually. And yet their kids are not walking with the God. God. And too often we take credit to God. Your degree didn't get you that job. It was God because there are plenty of people who are smarter than you who are still jobless. And so right now, before I, I'm done, I, I want you to just spend this moment, just, just 30 seconds, get on your feet. And, and as a person who has been liberated, at a, to define me, they define Elizabeth for decades as the barren one, the one who can't produce, the one who will always be this way. But her name means God keeps his promise. And I believe this word was sent for some of you to keep believing. Keep believing because you're carrying something great. Hallelujah. And whatever it is you need to call what you produce, the grace of God. The grace of God.